Welcome to Infinite Impact Radio, a podcast for impact influencers by impact influencers with world-changing missions. Hey there, impact influencers. My name is Evans Putman. I'm the founder of Infinite Impact Coaching and Consulting and the host of Infinite Impact Radio, where I interview entrepreneurs about their purpose-driven businesses and their missions to contribute towards creating a positive ripple effect in the world. Thank you for joining us today, and I look forward to sharing your world-changing mission soon. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Infinite Impact Radio, or if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, Infinite Impact TV. So this is our first or our second episode. I'm sorry. I was already making you jump the line there, Michelle. It's our (laughs) second episode, and this is a show for impact influencers by Impact Influencers with World Changing Missions. And today I'm very excited. This is episode two. Um, Somebody I met just recently and I knew when I met her, I was like, we gotta, I had this show idea in my head. I was like, I've got to get her on the show. (laughs) So episode two, she's already here. This is awesome. It's Michelle Abraham. Is that correct? That is correct. (laughs) Uh, She is from Amplify You. It is a podcast. She also is a podcast coach and does done for you podcast management, but there's so much more to the story than that. That's awesome. But there's a lot more too. actually something I just learned right before we started this. So I'm, I'm really excited. So Michelle, thank you and welcome. And just tell us a little bit about yourself if you don't mind. Sure, I will. Thanks, Evans, for having me here. It's so great. I'm, I'm so excited for this name of this podcast because it is truly something that I believe in as well. The infinite ability to create impact, which is why I'm so passionate about podcasting because I think we have such a, um, a, special, uh, a special ability with podcasting to reach millions of people with our message. And my passion is helping those podcasters get their podcast message clear and correct for them and resonating with them so that they can feel really good about the sending their message out into the world. So that's, uh, that's why I kind of got started into podcasting and we really only work with people who are making a positive impact in the world. Uh, that's how I choose my clients. If they have a message that's going to help the world be a better place, then those are the kind of clients that I want to work with. So lots of transformational leaders, podcasts, uh, or lots of coaches, lots of authors, speakers, um, anyone who's out there making a positive impact out there in the world. So those are the people we love working with. So when we, you and I started chatting, I knew we had lots in common because I was like, oh, this is great. I love that you're out there doing this kind of work as well. Yes, I know. It was funny because just a little backstory about how we met. We were actually, I actually answered a question in a podcast Facebook group mm-hmm. and then you jumped in and asked me a few questions and we sort of jumped on a call together. And as we were discussing um, some of the things that I was doing as far as podcast monetization, et cetera, et cetera, just towards the end, I don't know how it happened, but we sort of wove into this discussion about, um, I mentioned that I was going to start a group coaching, but I only wanted specific types of entrepreneurs who were purpose driven and had missions and wanted to be contribution focused. And then you started saying that was the same way with you. And it was really cool how that synchronicity how we joined up. So uh, that was very exciting. Um, Absolutely. That's awesome. Before we leave the podcasting side of things, because I'm with you, I think the podcasts are an amazing way to make an impact out there. And um, I'm wondering, you don't have to give names, 
because we don't want to make any of your clients feel more, you know, high on the totem pole than others. But mm -hmm. maybe if you could give me a couple examples of some cool stories of, or maybe some missions that your clients have that may affect our listeners and watchers or maybe inspire them to do something similar. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, we have uh, one client in particular, she just interviewed um, Marianne Williamson, who's running for president, and she is a Hay House author, and she is a purpose-driven leader. She uh, is the teacher of Course in Miracles, and so um, um, our client, Karen Kenny, it's the Karen Kenny Show, if you want to check it out, it's an amazing show. She is a spiritual mentor as well, and a Course in Miracles speaker, and Marianne Williamson is like her spiritual mother, so she brought her on the show, which I think Oh my gosh, if she could get elected as presidential candidate, this would be amazing change for our world. So that's a show that is really, she is, she's very particular about who she brings on her show. So it's really only people who are really making a gigantic impact in the world and uh, are having uh, some really cool stories. So she's got very few guests, but really neat stories on her. Uh, on her show, which is really cool. Uh, so that's the Karen Kenny show. Uh, we have another uh, uh, client, uh, Ryan Yukomi, who's making a huge impact to helping people realize their masculine and feminine energy and the ability to create wealth. Um, and it's called the Soul Wealth Podcast. And it's, it is on fire. It's doing so well. This podcast, a lot of people are getting, um, you know, helping people with their money story, helping people get over the fact that money is just energy and, and we need it to be able to create better opportunities and to do good in the world. We need, we need to be in line with it. And so he helps people really get aligned with their messages and him and his wife work together on their school of soul wealth. And that's just been filling up crazy from their podcast. They have wait lists for it now. And uh, so that's a really cool one. And then my favorite, my favorite story is, um, uh, Emily and Emily Clark has a, uh, podcast called, um, uh, uh, love your anxiety. And so it's funny. Her story is like her speaking to herself, uh, several years ago. And so she has done so well with, uh, getting clients from her podcast because she's so specifically focused on who she is, uh, speaking to and who she is. Um, I'm sorry about the phone ringing. Do you want <laughs> no me to problem. pause? I'm sorry. <laughs> no problem. Do you want me to uh, pause it? You're okay. <laughs> no, we can keep going. We're cold. Okay. That's good. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'll just jump in real quick and say that I think that is the coolest thing, like talking to herself. Yeah. Her, her past self. Yeah, I, mean, so I can struggling. imagine that conversation would be because when you want to speak to people through a podcast, a lot of times you get so like lost in I'm talking to a microphone. Who am I talking to? But now she sees that one person that she's having a conversation with. So I'm sure it comes across as so authentic and amazing. So yeah, exactly. So she's able to then go back and like, what are some of the things she struggled with? And she, those are the topics of conversation. So it really resonates with her audience and she, you can hear it. So in her podcast, she says, hi, how are you doing today? I remember uh, Christmas and Christmas was so frustrating because there's so many gifts to buy for and it caused a lot of anxiety. So it's different than, Hey guys, how are you doing today? This on this topic today, we're going to be talking about blah, 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 blah. So it's very different. And so it's very intimate because it's in your ears. So she's done a fantastic job of really connecting with her audience and therefore she's 
gaining a huge following and, and she's able to um, use her podcast as her number one ROI and her business of effort um, versus people in getting into her programs. So um, that, that, that's a fantastic story for um, success in getting podcasts, um, getting clients from your podcast. And she says it's her number one marketing tool right now in her business, which is fantastic. But I just love her message too. And it's impacting so many people because it's so, it's such a reality and the, the you know, crazy busy world we live in. So many people are getting anxiety and, uh, yes, it was really neat the way she was able to tackle that, uh, that problem. That is great. I mean, one thing I don't think a lot of people, and I think all three of these stories show, you can have a total different message, a total different audience, but you're really making an impact on people. I mean, people don't realize, they may be thinking, well, you know, I, if I go into a podcast, nobody's going to hear it or not that many. It doesn't really matter if a lot of people hear it. Sometimes you'd be amazed. I mean, I'm myself, with I have another podcast that I do that is just sort of a me talking, sharing my journey of starting a new business and just sort of, it's almost like my way of therapy of, of <laughs> I learn something, I teach it. And then I actually know it by teaching it. Right. So it helps me as well. But I actually had somebody reach out to me that was like, Hey, I listened to every single one of these. And I'm like, wow, just that, <laughs> just that one person. I yeah. affected one person. Mm. And what if they take something I learned and share with somebody else? Uh, it continues. And that's what's awesome about all those stories you share. Um, okay. I'm not going to wait any longer and share. We got one other thing that we discussed the first mm -hmm. time, we met, but I want to dive into what you told me right before <laughs> we jumped onto the interview when we were right. discussing this, this was something I had no idea. I didn't know anything about it. Um, so I'm just going to let you tell a little bit of your story and sure. what you did recently. I think it's very, very cool. And a lot of people are going to love it. Yeah. So, you know, um, my husband and I, um, he was forklift mechanic working for a national company. We're in Canada. So, um, he'd been there 18 years right out of high school. Um, and I have been a business owner. Um, I've had several different businesses from a co-working space to a fitness studio to, uh, now working online, uh, with podcasting, uh, clients. But, uh, we, you know, we were living a life. We bought a brand new townhouse in a beautiful new neighborhood, really close to a school. Um, and what I realized when we were uh, living there is that, like, this was very much a commuter town. Like, I was home with my baby, and there was nobody else around, <laughs> and there, you know, during the day. And then people come home. So we weren't meeting very many people. Uh, we had a beautiful new townhouse, but we, you know, we did everything it says in the American dream, right? Get the car, the house, go to school, have a kids, you know, happy family. And then we were like, wait a second, you know, is this really our dream or is this someone else's dream? Like, this is not really, you know, we were, my husband was commuting three hours a day for work. We were passing each other in the day so I could go to work at night while we have kids. And it's just this shuffle of like, what are we doing this for? Like, so we can pay our mortgage, which is like insanely high mortgages. We live in just outside of Vancouver, which was like as insanely expensive there. So, um, you know, we always escaped to my husband's uh, family's place, which is on the lake. And it's about a, a ferry ride and a, and a two hour drive away from where we lived. And we were going there every weekend or every other weekend just to escape the city life and to relax and, you know, have more family time and more nature time. And, uh, you know, we looked at each other one time and we're like, you know what, like this place is empty like nine months of the year. <laughs> like, why don't we just move here? Uh, we can, you know, have a lot more family time. So we did. My husband quit his job. Uh, we sold our house and we moved our kids and our family up to um, this summer cabin 
where we lived on the lake. And so we've been there for three and a half years now. Uh, our place is boat access, and um, which means that we have to get into a boat to go across the lake to get to our house. So that means anytime I go to the grocery store, I have to get into a boat first, to the car, to then to the grocery store, which is about 20 minutes away. To put it into perspective, the nearest Starbucks is about 45 minutes away. Wow. <laughs> so we're really out there. There is a little community close by that is about 20 minutes away by driving that my son goes to school. Um, there's about 18 kids in his class about 75 kids in the school so it's very small so he takes a boat to the school bus and the school bus picks him up to go to school which is pretty cool so, so we've been there about three and a half years now and uh, our, our kids are just thriving being like outdoors all the time on a lake on the water in the forest you know that kind of thing we spend lots more time as a family and for those of you who are wondering well how is my husband able to work you know we're living completely off the grid we are on propane everything we have no electricity. Um, we have a water turbine that creates power in the winter, solar power in the summer. And, um, and then, of course, we have this high-speed little internet hub so I can work. <laughs> that was important. That was one of the main factors of moving up there is I needed high-speed internet. So luckily, we were able to get high-speed internet that uh, didn't involve having a landline or anything like that, which was great. So um, my husband, uh, being a mechanic, word uh, got out around the lake that he was there. Now he, we call it Eric's Marina. So everyone's dropping off their boats on Sunday on their way home. This broke over the weekend. Can you look at it? I'll be back next weekend. You know, here's the week to fix it and look at it. So he's quite busy. This is his third season. And uh, he's just getting more and more customers and almost so much work that he's, uh, he's so busy during the summer now, which is great. So, uh, yeah, so we've created a great lifestyle for ourselves, just um, deciding, making that decision. Actually, you know, it's funny. We talked about this for a long time. Um, and, you know, I think life uh, gives you little, little nudges, right? So we talked about it. We had this idea. But making that big lifestyle decision, it took um, a, a water filter one morning at three o'clock in the morning, exploded in our kitchen, and it flooded our entire kitchen, ruined the floor. Uh, we woke up to puddles in our living room. And so we were actually had to get out of our house for six weeks. And during that time, we were out of our house. We were put into an apartment in another city and we had the opportunity to kind of live somewhere else for six weeks. During that time, we're like, well, we're halfway out of our house. Why don't we just take this opportunity? It's going to be new floors and new, thing, new carpet and stuff. Why don't we take this opportunity to stage our house and then see what happens if it sells? And of course, it sold three days later. So uh, that was the nudge that, that was, you know, life nudges you and nudges you and nudges you. And then it like, okay, guys, you know, this is the decision. This is going to make a flood in your house so that you have to like make the decision. So uh, that's how we ended up. Otherwise, I think we probably would still be talking about it. Right. Yeah. And I, that's, I mean, that's true. Like life, it, I, I can't remember who said it. it may have been Wayne Dyer, but it was, you know, talking about how you're taught lessons and the lessons get harder and harder and harder <laughs> until you listen. Yeah. So it's like, okay, thank goodness you listened then. Cause I'd hate to say, okay, what's going to be next? We had a flood yeah. so <laughs> while you're out visiting the zoo or something, the thing burns down and then you don't okay. have it. So you just never know. But yeah, that's, I, I love it. I mean, it's funny because I was just talking to somebody else about this. I heard this from, Caleb Maddox. I don't know if you know mm -hmm. that name. Yeah. One of the great. wisest young men I've ever you. had the, you know, privilege to meet. He was in an event that I was just at speaking. And one of the things he said, it was like, when he said it, I was like, wow, it was so impactful was you can't change the world out 
there until you change the world here, like your space, yourself, your family. So it was almost like, you know, you guys took that into your hands. So, you know, we're, this isn't feeling right. We want to change our world. And then that allows you to change the world out there because now you're happier. You know, like you said, your family's closer, your kids are thriving. I mean, it's, it's really cool. It's a very cool story. I love it. Yeah, and you're hearing more and more people that say they want to get closer to nature and go back to growing their own vegetables and going back. It's like people have gone so far this way to technology and losing that connection that they want to go back to the connection with the earth and growing their own vegetables and having space and being outdoors. And so, yeah, it was kind of like going back in time a little bit. It felt like, but, you know, I think it's kind of what we needed after so much commuting and traffic and busyness. And, you know, it's funny because um, a lot of people are like, well, in a small town, you don't have as many opportunities. And I was like, yeah, that's a great thing because you don't get overwhelmed. So when we go to register our kids for activities, there's like this choice or this choice and this day or this day. And all the kids do swimming lessons they take a bus from school they go and do swimming lessons it's a two-hour thing that's just how it works and so there's not this um uh need to like get up at three o'clock in the morning register your kids for activities and have 10 choices because they're gonna all you know register and be sold out quickly <laughs> so it's kind of actually a lot less anxiety a lot less stress um, when there's less options and yes. uh you know hey all the kids love they love the swimming lessons <laughs> that's great <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's definitely, that's a good point for sure. Um, okay. So now that everybody's heard that, I'm sure there's people thinking, I'm sure somebody listening or watching this is probably thinking, you know, I might want to do that. So if you had, let's say you have one piece of advice for anybody thinking about making a big change like that, even if it's not necessarily the same change you made, but a big life change for themselves and their family, what would that piece of advice be? Um, I would say don't wait till you retire to do it. Um, you know, live the life that you want now instead of working for a life that you want to live later because that later might not come. So yes. take the opportunity now to do it. So when we moved up there, we weren't sure if we, we wanted to be a little bit more independent, flexible so that we could go and do different things if we wanted to. So the first winter we were up there, we weren't sure how going across the lake would be in the winter. We had a one-year-old at the time and a, and a five-year-old and, you know, that going across the lake is cold. It's, there's not many people there. That 10-minute boat ride could be a bit dangerous. So we actually bought an RV and we went traveling through California and through uh, Oregon and down through Nevada and Arizona uh, for five months in the winter um, just to get away from the, the cold in the summer. So we took that as an opportunity for an adventure. So I would say, uh, yeah, live your, live your life for what you want, how you want it now, instead of working towards something uh, in the future, long, long future. So work towards it in the immediate future instead. Yes. I love that. Definitely. Okay. So we're going to shift over to something new now. Mm-hmm. This is something that really caught my eye or my ear, whichever one, I don't know what it was. when we were talking before the first time we met, um, you mentioned that you were working to train VAs, virtual assistants to help people manage their podcasts, grow their podcasts, um, see success with their podcasts, but it wasn't just any VA. There was a certain group of people that you were working with and there was a reason behind that. And I thought when I heard that, I was like, that was one of the, the first things I heard and I was like, okay, I got to get her on this podcast because she's changing the world 
through all these, these other people. And I'm just going to leave it at that. not spoil the surprise and let you tell about it. So (laughs) share that with us. Absolutely. Yeah. Earlier this year, I had the opportunity to go speak in Asia about podcasting, which is very cool. Um, So we spoke in the Philippines, in uh, Malaysia, and also in Singapore. And uh, we were on a tour with the same group of speakers on all three of those um, um, those events. It was called the Freedom Summit. And it was all based around helping people create a freedom lifestyle so they can make the money and the income that they desire so they can have the lifestyle that they want. And um, when we were in the Philippines, you know, the audience really um, was a lot of moms, which really surprised me. It was a lot of moms. And I found out there was these two big groups there. One of them were working at home moms. And they were uh, these two ladies that were in, in charge of the groups. And one was a um, virtual assistance group. And, and they were all trying to train the women in the Philippines to work online and giving them the skills that they need to do that. And so all these ladies are very skilled. And the reason they were able, the reason they were wanting to do that is so that the moms could uh, take care of their kids and not have to run and commute like three hours on a bus to go to a job that pays, you know, less than $200 a month. So um, they were able to then create their own income and work from home. And that really inspired me. And I fell in love with these ladies. They're just the kindest, sweetest um, people. And so a couple of the group organizers um, came to me afterwards and said, um, you know, they, they love the idea of podcasting. So podcasting was a very new concept for the in the Philippines, especially, there was not many shows there. And they hadn't really kind of heard about podcasting. There was um, a few in the audience that were podcasters, but other than that, it was a brand new information for people. And so one of the things that, one of the opportunities I saw is that these ladies are so highly skilled as virtual assistants that the jobs they're doing is very similar to what a podcast manager would need to do. We just need to learn how to do the editing and a few other extra skills. So I created a podcast management certification program for um, training people to become podcast managers. And as our Amplify You business has grown, we've had to increase the amount of podcast managers that we have. And so uh, we have three right now, but they're getting really busy. So I'm foreseeing, I was foreseeing in the future that we needed to have a lot more people coming in. So I started this certification program, but I thought specifically I'd like to help these women. Uh, I was hearing some other stories how, you know, they're, they're working for $4 an hour, they're working for $2 an hour, $3 an hour. And I was like, how they can't live and survive and raise a family with three or four kids, even in the Philippines on $400 a month. That's really not um, humane, (laughs) really is what it is. That's not, that's not enough for them to Uh, feel comfortable. So I wanted to get them trained up so that they can be on the forefront of this um, podcast movement. There's more and more podcasters coming out there and people are realizing that they can't, they don't necessarily want to do the management of their show themselves and they'd like to hire somebody to do that. And so these women are, uh, we've just got to have our first graduating class. There's about six of them that have graduated. Um, This is the first graduating class of just the Filipino ladies. There's six of them in this class and then we have another 10 coming through for the in the, in the next month so we're starting this uh, movement of helping the Filipino ladies create more income for themselves for their families and helping them connect them with podcasters that need help and support and these ladies are so well trained and they're so good at what they do and they're so efficient um, that they're going to be able to make the income that they need to keep their families surviving and also 
um, and thriving, <laughs> not just surviving, but thriving. And, uh, and, and they don't have to go back and work three jobs and commute three hours a day and they can stay in this, uh, in this industry and, and, and get the, get the, ex they have the experience now that they can get the income that they are really, uh, needing in their lives. Yeah, that's awesome. And I mean, I don't, I've worked as you and I discussed, we had a VA that worked with us and I think we paid her. She was from the Philippines. It was either between 10 or $13 an hour. Yeah. And um, I'm not doing that, saying that to toot my horn, but she, I thought she was worth a lot more than that. You know, I mean, she could have easily been, you know, double that, triple that when compared to US VAs and was much more efficient mm -hmm. and responsible. And I loved working with her. I mean, in fact, I, everywhere I went when I was a freelancer, I would always be like, you know, well, you're going to need this done and this done and this done. I have somebody for you. And I would bring her along because I just loved working with her. And I don't think people understand too the sacrifice because they work on our hours. And then they have to take care of their family as well. So they're working these late nights, early mornings, and then spending time with their family during the day and managing that family life as well. So it's um the more we can help them out. When I heard that, of course, working with Eloisa, it was like, okay, this is perfect. I love this idea. And um, yeah, I think it's great. So I have a soft spot for moms. I don't know if you can See, uh, I'm yeah. tattooed on my arm. So yeah. that's a, that's, I have a soft spot for moms and anytime we can help. Yeah. Um, and I, and I think too, what you're doing is great because it gives them a certification, a skill mm -hmm. that they can then market because it is a skill that's going to be necessary because podcasts have not reached their, you know, ceiling yet. They're still growing. Um, and a lot of people are starting podcasts and you're right. You do need, somebody to help with these other things unless you want to spend four to five hours yourself on a podcast every day creating it and for someone like me i'd rather just record it yeah and let somebody else take it from there um yeah yeah so i think it's awesome i love that yeah and like you said i mean the 10 to 13 dollars an hour that's for us in north america is still really inexpensive and affordable and for them that is like lots of lots of money that's great that is like a really good income so you know um keeping that in mind, that's a great, that's a good fit then. And one of the skills that we're really working on them um, with is uh, the confidence to be able to work with North American clients. Um, they have excellent English, but their confidence about their English sometimes is, needs a little work. So um, they, they, and then how, and then connecting them with North American clients. So people like us can refer them all the time. Then that's great. Cause then we're kind of setting up a little um, like a referral system on our site. So these are the people who have been uh, certified by us. So, you know, the quality of their work, they've good, they've all passed a the test. They all actually have to edit a show and publish a show. Um, so they get a show on their resume too that they've worked on. So right now they're all working on my RV there yet podcast, which is about our RV adventure in the um, <laughs> through the states when we were uh, a few years ago. So they're all working on publishing uh, the first season of that show, and so they all have a show then that they've worked on and they've actually had the the hands-on experience uh, doing it. So I think that's important too. So not just the skill and the certification, but actually the the hands-on experience and the confidence too is, is really a big thing. Yeah. And it's, I mean, that's awesome for the entrepreneur, for the podcaster that needs that mm -hmm. because we have, I can speak from experience of going into 
freelance sites and trying to hire people. You just yeah. know what you're going to get. No, I've had freelancers like disappear on me. Yes. Like, like, and I mean, you can't communicate with them except for through that one program. I find that really frustrating. Yes. So, I mean, I know it's there for their protection, but I think I like speaking to them and getting to know them personally. And now with Zoom and, you know, easy or Skype or easy technology like that, it's a lot easier to do that. And the other thing I was going to say, you mentioned them working long hours. Well, with podcasting, which was really cool, they can do their work now on their time, which is our night time. And so they can do all the editing and all that kind of stuff without our involvement so that in the morning our shows are done and all our work that they needed to do is done. And it's kind of nice when you wake up to things being done, yes. <laughs> you know, like I kind of like that opposite, opposite work hours. The only thing is tricky for us when I'm doing live training for them it has to be because I'm on specific standard time. It's either like seven o'clock at night or six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it's, not really, it's not very much time that like we work together. Like, <laughs> but other than that, it's been great. Well, that's awesome. Okay. Well, I guess we need to wrap it up here and this has been great and I appreciate it. Um, I, one thing for sure, is there a way that people, if they want to hire one of these VAs, is there an easy way for them to get a hold of you or where would they go to, to do that, to start that process? Yeah, right now, um, you can just email me directly, michelle at amplifyu.ca, and um, the, we will eventually have them listed on our website and be able to connect with them directly on there. Um, but in the meantime, you can just email me directly. And if you're someone that's interested in starting a podcast, we have um, mypodcastcoach.com. You can go there and download our free Plan Your Podcast Workbook. So it gives you the opportunity to kind of look at some things you need to consider before starting your podcast. Those are two different ways that you can connect with us. And uh, otherwise, on Instagram, we're amplifyu.ca, or um, our website is amplifyu.ca as well. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you for being episode number two, and thank you to the universe for bringing us together. Yeah, well, what an honor, and thank you for having me. It's so awesome. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go right ahead. I was going to say, it's so awesome. I know we have more work to do together because I know just what we do is so in synchronized with each other. So I'm excited to for more projects and collaboration down the road. Yes, definitely. Definitely. I think there's a lot of, uh, I think we have a lot of cool things ahead of us. So I'm excited to, to explore that as well. So, well, I appreciate it. And we will talk to you soon. And everybody go check out, send you an email. If you need a VA, go check out. It was mypodcastcoach.com, correct? Yeah. Go check out. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, I highly recommend it to everybody out there. I highly recommend you start a podcast mm-hmm. because you will, one thing is people listen intently to podcasts. So if you have a message to share, a purpose you want to get out, a podcast is a great place to start. Thank you, Michelle. We'll talk Definitely. to you soon. Thanks, Evans. Wow, what another great episode. Our guests are amazing, and I appreciate each and every one of them for spending some time with us. And also, I appreciate you for taking the time to listen or to watch. If you find this valuable and think others would enjoy it too, would you please leave us a comment on Facebook? Leave us a comment on the YouTube channel. Give us a thumbs up. Subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe to our Apple podcast and leave us a review. We would appreciate it. Any way you're watching, listening, consuming this, just to get some feedback and to see that you're enjoying the kind of content we're putting out. 
It would mean the world to us. We want to make sure we're making a positive impact on everybody that's listening. And by doing that, you also help us make sure that other people who may need to hear the messages of my guests will also hear them. So thank you again. I appreciate it. And listen, if you've got a a desire to start an an impact, purpose-driven business, but don't know where to start, please reach out to me. I'll be glad to jump on a call with you just to give you some advice, some things I've learned from my guests, some things I've learned from my journey. Just come find me on Facebook. It's Evans Putman, E-V-A-N-S-P-U-T-M-A-N, coaching. Evans Putman Coaching on Facebook. You can also find me on Instagram, at Evans Putman. Send me a direct message. However you want to reach out to me, just please do it. I'll be glad to jump on and help you out. And if you think you're perfect for this podcast, I can't wait to hear from you. So reach out to me as well. Thank you again. Look forward to seeing you on the next Infinite Impact Radio episode.